ready to create the impactful and profitable business you've been dreaming of? It's all possible. We've done it ourselves after leaving careers in law and clinical practice. Like many other professional women, we wanted the freedom and flexibility to live life on our own terms, and we felt the pull to be more present to our growing families. But we still felt drawn to contribute, to build, and to create. For us, that looked like founding software companies, but for you, that may look different. Our mission is to help other ambitious women build and grow businesses on the internet. Starting up online can be overwhelming and isolating, but it doesn't need to be. Join us for honest conversations about what it really means to grow an online business that aligns with your values and adds something meaningful to the world. I'm Sandy Connery. And I'm Jenny Barcelos. And this is the Soulful MBA Podcast. We love making this podcast. It's our favorite thing we do each week. We've received so many heartwarming messages from you about how our episodes are impacting you, and many of you are asking what you can do to support the show. Please tell your friends about us, share on Instagram or Facebook, let them know what you're learning. But the very best way to help is to subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes. Head on over to soulful.mba slash iTunes to leave a rating and review. It only takes a moment. The more reviews we receive, the easier it will be for others to discover the podcast. Thank you so much for listening in. We look forward to seeing what you build online. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Soulful MBA podcast, Office Hours Edition. Today's episode is part two of our pre-selling episode. I'm Jenny Barcelos, and I'm joined with my co-host, Sandy Connery. Hey, Sandy. Hi, Jenny. Hi, everybody. If you have not yet listened to part one to last week's office hours, we encourage you to go back and learn a little bit more about pre-selling because today's episode is all about the how-to. It's tactical advice on how to actually start selling your online programs and products before they've been created. So there are a couple of strategies we want to dive into in this episode, but before we do that, we just want to give you a word of caution. Pre-selling is not for everyone. One of the beauties of pre-selling is that it allows you to create predictable revenue in your business. You don't spend a whole bunch of time building something that nobody wants to pay for. But on the flip side of that, you also wanna make sure that your audience is big enough and that you have something that's been validated that's expensive enough to make it worth your time at all. So you should expect that about two to 5% of your total audience will invest in whatever program or product you're creating. So you wanna make sure, do I have a big enough email list or social media following such that that two to 5% figure makes the money worth it for you? I think that figure is really interesting and I just wanna emphasize, I really believe that's two to 5% of your email list. I don't think you can do the math and, and calculate what your sales would be based on the number of Instagram followers you have. It's not two to 5% of your Instagram followers aren't gonna buy, it's your email list. Yeah, I would tend to agree with that. I think there are a few exceptions, but for most of you, you should be basing this on your email list. Yeah. So you really wanna figure out, is this even something worth doing? And you know, the beauty of pre-selling is that if you put something up for sale and then you don't get enough money gathered together, you don't have to do it. You can refund people or you can use the Kickstarter mentality where you don't actually collect the money all at once. You can do some strategies like that. Let's assume your community is big enough and let's assume your product is expensive enough that you get this idea that's going to make you enough money. (laughs) Then what do you do? 
Well, so Sandy, there are two real main strategies that we encourage our client base to use in this concept of pre-selling. Do you want to go over those two with our audience? Yeah, and both of these we have used in our own businesses in the past, so we are very familiar with them. But the first one we want to talk to you about is creating a beta group. And what that means is you are going to gather probably some friends and family, but a core group of your students or clients that really believe in you, really want whatever it is that you're making, and who are willing to pay to be a bit of a guinea pig, quite honestly. These are the people who are going to go through your first iteration of your course or of your membership or whatever it is that you're creating, they are going to actually pay you some money. You typically would offer them a discount for being experimented upon, but they know that this is not going to be perfect, that there's going to be some tweaking happening as they go along, but they're really excited to support you. And people really love to be part of beta groups. There's some kind of like They're kind of proud to be part of a beta group. So it's usually not very hard to find people who are willing to participate with you. And I just want to clarify and emphasize, we talked a little bit in last week's office hours about the importance of collecting money for these kinds of activities. You shouldn't just pose a question and say, would you buy X, Y, or Z? Because you won't get realistic data from those responses. In the same vein, we also believe you should charge a significant amount of money to participate in your beta. So this question has come up recently with some of our clients, and my rule of thumb is that you should charge at least 50% of the expected full price of your offering for your beta clients. Like don't charge $5 or $2 or $10 to be part of your beta. Charge a substantial amount towards what that final price will be. Yeah, that puts some skin in the game for them, and then it also put some value on what it is you're creating. If it's $2, no one's going to take it seriously and they're not going to complete it because it's just $2, right? Right. This is not a nominal amount of money. No. But the other thing you can do is entice them with other incentives. So I know for me, when the first software company that I built, Connectable, those beta users, that beta group are really a special group of people to me because they believed in me and handed over thousands of dollars before I had even figured out who the developer was and who was going to create this software for me. But they believed in the product. They really wanted what I was uh, proposing to build. And what I did for them was I still to this day will bend over backwards for that core group of people who, you know, handed me the money in the beginning. They also have locked in pricing forever and ever and ever. So no matter what our pricing is, I will never, ever change their pricing nor will anyone else be cheaper than what they are. When I am at a a conference and I meet them, a lot of them will say, well, we were one of our founding users because I called my beta group my founding users. And they are proud to be that. So it's really neat to see. So you can also encourage, besides giving them a discount to your product, whatever you are going forward with, perhaps you let them have a discount forever. You can make some extra promises to them in the beginning so that they will agree to sign up. This podcast is brought to you by the Namastream software platform. Namastream is an easy to use platform that helps you build and sell your own courses, memberships, and live stream programs. Go from idea to open for business in just minutes. You can learn more at namastream.com. I think for many of you who are offering things like group coaching programs or a new course that also includes some interactivity with you, the best thing 
you can give them is your time and yourself. And so I would encourage many of you to incorporate extra time and attention on your part as a part of that gift that you give to those people. Because with any new program, product, or service, whether it's software or group coaching program, those people are taking a risk on trying out this brand new offering, right? So you want to reward them for what they're doing. And then the second strategy that we've talked about before and that every one of you will have heard of is to use a webinar in pre-selling. So webinars are a really powerful sales tool in general. They're not always the easiest or most comfortable thing to dive into if you're sort of a little camera shy, but the truth is is that they actually really work and they work really well for pre-selling because you don't often have a whole bunch of testimonials or a huge sales page created as if you were offering a final product. In this case, you're really offering an idea. The best way to sell an idea is for you to show up in your full, excited, creative, animated self and offer it out to the world. And a webinar is really, I think, an ideal way to do that. I mean, now you could use something like a Facebook Live or an Insta story, something where you're directly connecting, I would say through video, with your audience as a way to pre-sell. If you frame it as teaching as opposed to selling, that you're taking a part of your offer or one small lesson or some small piece of it and teaching it and elaborating it, allowing people to see you at your fullest and your personality and what the content is like and how you teach and who you are. And then it's a simple ask at the end. And I don't think you need a lot of like, you know, selling psychology, I think, These days, people know that they're going to show up to a webinar and be pitched at the end, and I don't think it has to be fancy or complicated, and either people love you and they're in, or they are not, and it's okay. Yeah, and they either want what you're selling or they don't. (laughs) They probably are not signing up for the training unless they're at least a little bit interested in what you have to sell them. So just feel confident going into that kind of a sales process and know that from our experience, I mean, we have been able to sell a lot of product on webinars, especially in the pre-selling capacity. In fact, I don't know how we would have rebuilt Namastream if we hadn't done it through webinars. It was either that or take money from investors. And I'm sure as heck glad we went the webinar route. Yeah. And we're just forever grateful to that initial inner circle who believed in us and was, you know, basically were our beta group for that rebuilt software. So they're a very special group. Yeah. Just before we close out this episode, we just have a handful of pre-selling don'ts. We have some words of caution as you're starting to dive into this. If you've never pre-sold anything before, we think there's a few tips that you should know. So the first one, I think all of these are obvious, but this one's really obvious. Please don't promise specific results. You shouldn't do that for any of your programs. Anything that you're selling, you shouldn't make these kinds of promises because really so much of someone's success or clarity or achievement and anything they do comes from their own hard work, effort, and determination. So don't make promises, especially promises that are impossible for you to keep. And the second one is don't continue if you're getting negative feedback. And this is a little bit hard to hear, but it's also the reason that you run a beta. So if your beta group is, are not completing it, are not engaged, are not, you know, you're getting some negative feedback, then don't continue on the same path. You need to stop and reevaluate. I would probably get on the phone with a couple of people, understand where the breakdown is or what's not clicking, fix it, iterate, and then move forward. 
Okay, and then the final word of caution is just to be wary if you only get one or two sales. Now, I don't think this is a hard stop, but I do think that you should pause and consider whether or not you should refund those sales and try to come up with a new, better idea or plow forward. I do know a number of founders, especially in the tech space, they ended up being able to scale by working with a specific client, um, really honing in and building a custom solution for that person and then iterating on it later and making it available to the masses. So that is definitely a sound business strategy in some cases. For many of you, I don't think you'll be able to make enough money from that one sale to warrant that expense. It really depends on what you're building. So we don't wanna issue you a, you know, a strong and hard warning against doing that. Like if you are in technology like we are, that oftentimes can be a really powerful way to get started. But if you're selling like a group coaching program and one person signs up for your beta, that's probably a signal that A, the program is not a good fit for your audience or B, you need to build your audience a little bit bigger before launching. So just take those things with a grain of salt and see what makes sense relative to your own business and move forward from there. And that's it. And that's it. So if your pre-sale brings in your revenue goal, congratulations, you are well on your way to a successful product offering. And that is it for today's Office Hours. We will see you on Monday for a full episode. Thanks. Bye, everybody. Bye. Are you struggling to find the time to build your business? We are constantly asked how we do it all. Between running multiple software companies, serving on the boards of nonprofit organizations, raising children, and finding time for ourselves, we've had to develop specific habits and strategies to fit it all in. Entrepreneurship has been the most empowering thing we've ever done, and we are determined to not let overwhelm and inefficiency prevent you from experiencing the same magic in your life. Learn the specific techniques we've used to build our businesses in our Make Room for Magic course. Learn how to simplify your life and create space for your business for only $97. In just a few short hours, you'll be able to find the hidden pockets of time in your day that will allow you to make your dreams come true. You can learn more at makeroomformagic.com.